You're listening to The Magnet Podcast. This is cool. This is Hollywood. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's so not what I imagined Hollywood to be. This is hot room. Yeah, hot, hot. Every every room room we go into, we keep being like, there's going to be air conditioning in this room, and then there isn't. Um, the one thing that makes it like Hollywood is that in Hollywood, there's in every room you're in, there's two people aren't allowed to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and in this Hollywood room, it's Evan Ford Barden and Grant Michael Goldberg, mm-hmm. producer and engineer galore. And Grant and I have known each other since we were 15. Oh, yeah. High we were school. both in hair together. But what? Grant, Grant stopped being in hair. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. You were in the musical Hair with my Grant? With my engineer. Well, Grant was in it with me. You would <laughs> yeah, yeah. say that's true. Oh my god! My mom was in here. Really? Yes. The same one. No. Oh my god! Is that the one? Is that the movie too? The where Diane Keaton didn't take her top off? Or no? Beverly D'Angelo. Was it? Is that what I'm thinking of? I thought I read somewhere there was something where Diane... She's not naked. She doesn't get naked in the movie, so maybe. Maybe. Because everyone else gets naked. Ex- well, no, the movie doesn't even have nudity. Um. I meant the. I didn't mean the movie. I just want to make that clear. She oh, meant I, the community theater production the in Brownsville, Texas. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah Violet's mom is not in hair, so please don't Google that. Um, Evan, were you in hair? No. Okay, I wasn't either, but I like I like the show. Yeah. Um, announcement: This is the Magnet Theater Podcast, and today um, I. I'm very lucky. Um, I'm Rebecca Robles, and I'm getting to guest host. Uh, normally, it's Louis Kornfeld, and today I get to be here um, as a humbled guest with two rockin' beautiful <laughs> buds, Sarah Violet Bliss and Charles Rogers. Clap. Hey, everybody. <laughs> everybody clap at home. That's how this works. Um, uh, quick intro, but... You really should know who they are. They are very smart, cool um, <laughs> filmmakers and also creators of the upcoming TV show on TBS uh, Search Party, so stay tuned for that. Um, they uh, writers, directors of the award-winning film Fort Tilden, and also my friends. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I'm very uncomfortable with compliments. <laughs> That's Okay. Um, the highest compliment was being your friend, Rebecca. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I'm very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I don't, I should tell you guys, I don't really group text with anyone but you guys. <gasps> really? Yeah. Really? That's not what I pictured. <laughs> I know. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I feel, I just feel very comfortable when we group text. I don't yeah. know. I just feel. Something I love about your group text is that like. <laughs> When it rains, it's like in Jumanji when they, when they land on rain and they're like, "Rain, monsoon." Like, like when you text, you send a million texts, and it's always like I have to like then like when I'm in bed, I'm like, "What did Rebecca say today?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was so funny." I just there was no way I was gonna be able to do that until right now. Oh my gosh! I well, I'm sorry, and also no, no, no I don't want it to be well, the other way. We've- I uh, well, I and I I also just discovered iPhone dictation, and so I've been like really just like like speaking into your phone. Yeah, speaking into your phone and sending like paragraphs and paragraphs, (laughs) like just 
talking. Wow. Well, that's what you already do. So you're, just, <laughs> yeah. you're just dictating into your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my mom funny. is a huge. I've sent my mom all the all your like character. Because <clears throat> oh, Rebecca and I send each other like dating profile people <laughs> that like selfies, and then it's like, hi, I'm looking to. Yeah, I, don't know, I can't say those words, but no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but is this a PG thirteen podcast? No, you can say swears. Okay. You can go. You can push the limits. Cool. You can like. But your your family will listen to this though. Um, I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they listen to the last. Last one, but um, you quizzed them. <laughs> you yeah, did a, you did. You did a sneak <laughs> quiz where you're like, if they listened, they would know this part. That oh yeah, no, and they never. And they didn't pick up. On. They didn't, and they uh, they still ask me where it is. That's the thing they ask about, like podcast. where the podcast. Yeah, is? they're like, where is what it? shelf? <laughs> do you have that with your with? Do, does anybody in your family feel like that about with what you do and what you create? Are they like where what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my mom always wants to give DVDs yes, of everything I was to people. Say. And it's always like, well, I don't we really don't know. We don't have DVDs. They, yeah. there's, it's a lot of like, I, they, like other family members need the DVD, and it's like, they, there isn't one. <laughs> it's on every other platform. Did they go and see Fort Tilden in theaters? Um, my immediate family did. Yeah. Unfortunately, it did not make it to Knoxville and <laughs> <laughs> Blue Ridge, Georgia, <laughs> or... Um, Chattanooga, Those but than our markets, <laughs> they're not in our market. But I do think that they, I think that they saw. I don't know. My mom literally just went down to Tennessee, and I'm sure that she forced it upon them at some point. That's but I don't really know. Sweet. <laughs> I don't know. Well, her mom was at South by, and so yeah. my parents were oh, there cool. too. No, so they got to see it there. Yeah, and what kinds of like, uh, I guess, what's the highest compliment that could come from? an immediate member like that like what's it's a good question what's their version of like a high compliment when i was little my dad because my mom likes is like really creative and like she would always want to like whenever i had weird ideas she'd be like or maybe this or this or this and my dad was like don't influence his creativity and like it was like an (laughs) ultimatum he placed on her and now my dad's like you know what you could do and like i feel like that's means he's like wants to get in on things now (laughs) yeah that's uh that sounds about right what about you, SP? Um, my mom is really hard at she she if she doesn't like something she doesn't hide it she's like mm. Mm. so I can just always tell if she likes it or not and actually Fort Tilden the first time she saw it she didn't totally get it and yeah. but then the second time she like loved it and she was like couldn't stop talking about she's like and then this was. <laughs> Like really interesting, and I wasn't expecting that. Even I'm like, you just saw Aww. it yesterday. It's really sweet. I, I but wonder. she was tired. She was just tweeting. It was also the, she. She just read a bunch of tweets. and was like, I get tweeting. it now. <laughs> no, um, the but like the the um, premiere of Fort Tilden, it was pouring, and oh, my mom was standing out in the pouring rain. It was horrible. My mom lost so her, she was, her wedding ring. <laughs> Oh my god! It was horrible. Right next to your mom. It was um, it was just like a disaster. Um, but it, oh. but like so she was very cold and tired and jet lagged in the theater for the first time she saw it. Oh, and then the second time she was able to focus on the the depth of <laughs> our comedy. Do you? Um, now I'm like imagining all that happening going down in the theater. Like when your work is being screened, yes. um, do you have a place you stand or sit 
to take in like the audience's reaction or in front of the screen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> facing <everybody. laughs> facing the screen um, like is that a thing you do or yeah there I mean it, I've never thought about like placement but we had in terms of like engaging the audience but that was also like the most nervous I've ever been mm-hmm. and I remember being like why do we do this? It's so like, I, yeah. this is like something I've been looking forward to my whole life. Like the premiere of my first movie and yeah. it's the worst experience <laughs> ever. Like Ooh. you're just sitting there like, no, <laughs> make it end, make it end. Oh, wow. Um, I couldn't stop shaking. Yeah. The whole time. It was horrible. We were both like, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's really and then the set, cool. Like the next day it screened again. And I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a total- that's so, ex- I mean, I think that's really, um, beautiful because people do and myself included people do like really really look up to you and I think it's it's something that people get excited to hear about is that like oh you know in, we're in, human yeah <laughs> it sounds so cheesy but it's true no. it's like people get excited to be like oh cool okay so at, at that level too you're nervous you're excited yeah. you're is any is it like worried too like I hope they like, like it. Hope yeah, always. Like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that that stuff ever really changes, unless you get to a point in life where you check out or something. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes that happens. To yeah. When you get like a little lazy or something. Yeah. Like, if you're just like, I don't, I don't care. Done, I'll just yeah. Yeah. Shit out more movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, in, but also like, I, it's hard because like, like complaining is something that you need to do in life and unless yeah. you're somebody who's just born with a, a happiness that scares me but, like you have to like complain Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, that's true no i know i see your skeleton oh yeah i, see, I have a I see lot of skin. skelly terrifying <laughs> we'll get into that later like well, no, just people who are like, no, it's okay for everything. And you're like, no, it's obviously, nothing no. can ever just be okay. Never. And, but like, you need people who you can complain to about stuff too. And mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like you don't want to be that person because, like, I feel really lucky with like career stuff and I don't want to be the person who's like <laughs> acting ungrateful. But then you also need to vent and like yes, express do. and like, yeah. you have to find out who you can do that too. Do you feel yeah. like you found people you can do that? with like that you can yes. vent and complain with. yeah yes well charles for one um and then uh often like people who aren't in the industry like realtors or bakers <laughs> I just or bakers. coffee I, baristas my, <laughs> my my butcher's such a good listener You're a butcher. Mm-hmm. my butcher I'm just picturing like you live with me. Hack with me. <laughs> My dad always said butchers have the best skin because they're always handling animal fat. Oh, interesting. And he's like, if you go to the butchery, is that what it's called? Evan? Is that what it's called? A butchery? butcher shop? Butcher shop? The butcher. The butcher. That you should look at their hands, the butcher's hands, because they're like very, very soft. And their arms will be very soft because of all the, the animal fat. There's just all this mm. fat on their arms all day long. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> but I really, now that to I... To have butcher arms. <laughs> soft, <laughs> silky butcher. Like butcher's hands. Supple butcher's <laughs> arms. You have a beautiful uh, butcher's hands. I soft do. as a butcher's hands. <laughs> soft as a baby's bottom and butcher's I don't know what's worse, baby's butt or butcher hands. But I also don't know why he felt it was really important to like tell me like you have to look at the butcher's hands um my dad's mexican that's why i did an accent um, <laughs> um 
but yeah, uh, so you've that's something I know we've like talked about it separately too. Like, but um, that idea of uh, getting now to a level that's in a lot of ways like it's in a different place than a lot of your peers, than a mm-hmm. lot of people you went to school with, and feeling like maybe you can't talk to them and be like, oh god, this is really hard. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, or this is, and and maybe having people be have their reactions being like, ugh, yeah. why are you? But but you need to complain. It's just yeah, that that seems like it'd be really complicated and confusing. It's hard. It? No. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's um, it really depends on the person. Yeah, you're talking yeah, it to. really. It just depends on what where their ego is at. Yeah, but I also think that you. I've thought about this a lot lately. Like, I think that people are really eager to support people, friends, or people in their extended network and, like, champion them. And then there's, like, often a line. And when you cross that line where it seems like that level of success might be unreachable for them, then they resent you. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this really thin, invisible line where, like, people are like, you can do it because, like, that means I can do it. And then you get, somebody gets to a point where it's, like, improbable yeah. success and then it's like no fuck you you're part of the problem <laughs> you know it's like a yeah really- that, no I mean that's uh, I, I, I wonder like what is that like with your how have you seen that affect your friend group like do you feel like you have had to move away from friends that you didn't imagine you'd ha- you that would happen with or maybe not really or mm. uh, you can go ahead no, I don't. I'm thinking. Yeah, it makes me. Um, I'm just going. Mm. Mm. It feels icky, honestly, to talk this way. But like, yeah, uh, I know. but but um, it. But things make me feel like I have to monitor my behavior a little bit, so yeah. that like I, people yeah. don't. Because I can. Because I I do have certain friends who like I definitely. Like I, I, I totally relate to having vulnerability with career ambitions. Like I totally understand that what yeah. that place is that people come from, and I know some people, like some like people I really love, like have that, and I totally sympathize with it. But it makes me need to sort of monitor or cushion talking about those things yeah. so yeah. that we all feel nurtured and not yeah. like not like I'm speaking from a place that yeah. you wouldn't like whatever like I'm like I have to sort of like really humanize things and be like oh well you know it's just like you know it's rough and like this is a weird situation and like just kind yeah. of you know normalizing everything yeah um I have <coughs> I feel like um excuse me sorry I have allergies uh, well, <laughs> could have waited <laughs> um, um SV, please please where going. was I <laughs> uh I uh, find that it's off, like if it's in a group again it is weird and icky to talk about this. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but also honest and also, honestly marginal as well I know like, also like, so like, like, know, like it's like <laughs> we're not Brad and Angelina over here <laughs> um, but they yes we are <laughs> they, um, uh, but like if there's someone in a group of friends that I know yeah I just can sense the jealousness, but then there's someone else who's like, tell me how everything, how everything's mm-hmm. going. I really just want to change the subject. I'm like, great. Yeah. What, and what about your husband and yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tell me about the rain. <laughs> Enough about I me. thought you said the rain. No, the ring. <laughs> um, tell me about the rain. The rain. <laughs> I see it's raining where you are. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> so weird that... The mark of success. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess for me, it's like, 
well, I do. Yeah, I do makeup and hair sometimes during the day, and I uh, and the night. And <laughs> I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm open for biz. But I uh, she's so good at makeup. Really good. No. She's so good at <laughs> hair and makeup. It's, it's true. insane. It's, it's true. very nice of you. It's not just the skills. It's the oh, the whole. Um, like environment of it is very oh soothing God. and calming and like the way that she touches your face <laughs> like butcher's hand you can, uh, I want to like demonstrate but Aww. radio or whatever the, the new wave of radio is um, new podcast. radio <laughs> you can't see but it's Aww. like if, you, if you're a person with ASMR you could oh yeah you, Rebecca's you, perfect you would get you for sure would Getting well, you. you're such a cheerleader. Like you, oh. you're, and you also just create like such an incredible environment for people to work yes. in. Like oh, Fort God. Tilden was so oh, such a behemoth of stress, Thank and God. like yeah, it wouldn't have worked out if it hadn't been for you. Like oh, you Jesus. brought, you were like the, the spirit glue. Ugly, ugly women looked beautiful. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm and you made Bridie and Claire look pretty, pretty. <laughs> So I did hair and makeup on Fort Till and I wasn't just standing around like touching them. But yeah, I did. Well, but no, that, well, thank you. Wow. And I see what you mean. Yeah, compliments are weird. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone I've ever complimented. It's weird. No, but thank you. I mean, I, that's, so yeah, I, I, working with you guys on Fort Tilden, that was really, I was thinking about this today. That really was the first time. And I've worked on professional sets before and shoots, but that was the first time, and I think because I know you guys personally, too, that I was like, whoa, like, this is, this shit is hard work, Mm -hmm. and you you can't always be, you can't be polite, you have to just get down to business, and it doesn't mean you're not being um, a good friend or a good person, it's just like, you gotta work hard, and I, I saw that, I was like, whoa, they... So maybe that's part of the reason when I look at you or read about you, which is so exciting. (laughs) I feel nothing but like super proud and happy for you guys because I just remember standing there watching you work so hard and like care. You're you're not one of my friends that I have to um, censor my... (laughs) No, 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 please don't ever. Glowing success. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) You remember when you talked about what we should cut out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all going to be cut. first fourth. If you're just joining us, you didn't hear anything before. Um, A quick shout out to these cookies Charles brought. I wanted to take a bite, but also be able to explain why it sounded weird. Thank you you guys for these cookies. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, um, anyway, I'm very proud of you guys. And I think part of it, too, is like, I know especially Charles, like knowing you from this theater, from the Magnet, from taking improv class with you and then seeing uh, w- what you can do with this art form and what you can do with um, that skill set. And uh, it's just really cool. It's really, do you feel like, actually, I don't know, SV, have you, do you, have you ever done improv? I've uh, taken classes at UCB. I'm sorry. Totally <laughs> fine. Totally fine. We All took in the family. And 201 together. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that? Is that, what was that like? Um, 101 was cool. 102 was kind of a weird class. Sorry, 102 people were listening. It was a morning class. It was like it was a, a morning it was like class. A it was 10 like 10 a.m. or so. It was uh-uh. wrong. Um, no. But 101, we met some very talented people. Mm-mm. I said, Mm-mm. I said, Mm-mm. I said, Mm-mm. I said Mm-mm and no, because I'm on coffee and also I don't like mornings. Yeah, mm. I know you don't. <laughs> Rebecca's eyes are sewn shut in the morning. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Crusted shoes. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. Full <laughs> Tina Turner <laughs> next morning. Oh my god. They are, my eyes are are small and closed. Um, but yeah, you you took a morning. Uh, I, yeah, we took a morning class. What well, in one hundred and two? This has nothing to do with anything. But um, no, it's okay. Charles didn't come to the first class, and then he came to the second class, and then he came to the third class, and then this girl was like, "Oh, I thought that that was your brother." Visiting. <laughs> I thought it was. I was so like embarrassed by the idea that I would brought my brother to, to, <laughs> to a morning, a morning to ECB improv class and have him perform with <laughs> my safety. But also that it would be like you'd have to be twins because you 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 look the same age. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be like I don't know. I don't know. Twin. <laughs> when I was okay with everyone. Everyone feels safe. It would be helpful for me. Um, yeah, so I took, I've taken classes and I've never yeah. fully committed to improv, but I really like it and it scares me in a good way. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I'm not good, like 102 was like, um, you start to do this stuff that's heady. What's 102? 101 or 201? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone's confused and logging off. Everyone is logging off. It Numbers be, are it down. It can honestly be either. It has the same amount of number probability. Episode 102. Oh, I'm, oh, search party. Sorry. <laughs> 201, they start to introduce, like, heady stuff. Like, yeah. And that was real tough for me because I I have already have a problem with, like, just trying to be present. So if I'm, like... Yeah. I I have slow processing. I've come to decide about myself, um, and so like the idea of trying to like latch on to th- it makes me very anxious. Trying to me- remember things that other people have said and try to do the game and be like also be present at the same time. I'm like I can do one or the other. Like I can write, sit alone and write, or or sit with Charles and write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> or I'm can, just a lamp. <laughs> where we like work it out but yeah. but um or I can be present but also when we write we do improv yeah. we like we do a little improv scene together I remember after during our 201 <laughs> class though we were at a party and you were like and it was boring or people left the room and you're like um let's practice game oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in a long time I completely forgot to like, well because okay, I was so like so when you do this I it makes learn. me feel like this that's like the idea <laughs> Do you do you when you work with actors, do you look for do you have them improvise? Do you want them to improvise? Like would it does that come in at all? Yeah. Um most of the people like a lot of the actors in Fort Tilden are improvisers as well. Um I think that's always a really great tool to have um and they can help make things better with their spontaneity mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yes and uh w- we're always pretty open about like uh changing the lines to feel more like who the actors are and um but also keeping making sure the story is like good. But yeah, I, I think that I think generally comedians make the best actors in general. <laughs> like generally, the comedians in general. Um, <laughs> um, 
be, they're smarter. Be, they're smarter, and they um, sorry drama actors. No, it's good. Strictly, strictly drama. It's good. Listen, uh, if you're... Ju- are you class of Juilliard 2016. Yeah. Shut like, your laptops shut off. Shut your laptops. This is not for you. Come Get back on the subway. <laughs> and go to your audition. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I... Yeah, I... Go I, to your fucking audition <laughs> and just... Like, yeah. Well, coast. comedians are more self-aware, too, yeah. so that's a big part of being smart. And... Like yeah. our our work in particular is like self awareness stuff. Um, yeah, and it's just more fun to work with improvisers yeah. in general. Like yeah. improvisers or kind of can get on the same page. So you worked improv into the, <laughs> into the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I did. I'm like really proud of myself. <laughs> no, no, but but it's no, required. I, I know. Of well, I, what's funny though is like. I mean, I did. It's with you two in particular. I know those are the city We're like sounds. In Midtown. Those are the, the honks and Grant's beeps. pressing buttons on a laptop. <laughs> like disco music, where it's like, actually, I have a whistle in my purse. I brought it because I thought I might get stuck in an elevator today. Why? Because recently it happened, and mm. I didn't have a, in this building. No, but in on the subway. And and one of those no. really like sweaty hot. Oh, my God. Um, oh that sucks. Oh my elevators. God. Why did you take that? And I because I, you have a tendonitis. Yes, I have tendonitis. Was um, it at Clark Street? No, it was at Fourteenth Street on the A. Is and it because you can't uh, push a turnstile with your thighs? <laughs> Why did you need it? Um, I was carrying my big makeup bag, mm. and so I was like, "Oh, I'll take the elevator." And we got stuck for about ten minutes, Ugh. and I realized like, "Oh, maybe I should have like." Whistle. That's a good idea. So I have my whistle from college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just FYI. Cool. <laughs> my whistle from college. Yeah, so don't mess you know. with me. Like, what? <laughs> when you get into college, yeah, everyone gives get, you yeah, a, my, a whistle. Yeah. Yes. Um, did they give you a whistle? Is they it a real like whistle? RA, oh, it was. Sorry. It was. Sorry. No, they did, that's what they, I think that's what I re- they called it. I did something on NPR that I can't talk about. <laughs> Um, oh my god! And, uh, this is what I'm talking about. You guys are big time. It's unreal. It's I can't even I can't even <gasps> contextualize it. But I said rape on it, and it was like a great sentence. And I was like, I don't know, it just seemed a little rapey. And then I like <laughs> felt very proud of like my whole sentence. And I yeah. like looked at my hands, and then when I looked up, I realized that like the two people in the room were just staring at me, like you can't say that. Can't. And I was like, what? Oh come on! Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I know. I didn't, I didn't know you can't say rapey. I didn't know that, but I I guess I could see why. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can I guess see, yeah. I don't know. Oh god. No, I can see why. Yeah. But uh, that's what my RA called it when she gave me this whistle. Um, your rapey whistle. This <laughs> <laughs> yes, your rapey whistle. But it made me scared. Like I, I got anxious as though it was like an asthma inhaler. Like if well, I left it in my room, I was yeah, in trouble. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, like a expect this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, welcome to school. A bad intention. Yes, like it's gonna happen. So you might you ha- you. So have your whistle, and then just hope oh for god. the best, which is Where did horrible. You go? Cha- Chapman <laughs> University. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you had that. <laughs> um, hi, Chapman. <laughs> Trash can alley. <laughs> oh, oh, Chapman. Hooker, you. <laughs> Hooker, you. Okay. Um, um, oh, you went to NYU. 
Yeah, we went, then we went there for grad school. Grad school. Where did you go for undergrad? St. Edward's in Austin, which is like a liberal arts school. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that. No, about nobody you, knows. Nobody knows where programs it because nobody's nobody outside of Texas has really heard of it. So, or I've heard of it, but I didn't know you went there. I only associated. I know SVU went to Oberlin for yes. undergrad. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't know that's now. When, where did I'm you, sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you told me. <laughs> Um, sorry. Uh, when did you, let's describe the, the meeting, the encounter. These two work together <laughs> in the most beautiful way. Let's Aww. find out how they met. <laughs> you know, you out. know, you remember when you saw me, but I don't remember. When I, I know, isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I remember the first time I saw Charles, um, oh. was, um, at orientation in a room called 1027. Um, and I was sitting behind him and another student and, um, Alexi. A, I, I, I'm <laughs> deciding what to say. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi is all up on my <laughs> podcast list. Not that it finish the story matters. and then I'll tell you why it's a problem that you don't want to say. His name. <laughs> it's political and it involves sexual politics. <gasps> Let's get to it. Let's find out why it's so bad to be gay. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And now I feel. No, go. Just go. Um. So, God. Um. So he. They were. I was watching Charles and Alexi chat, Have sex. having sex, and I, like. I just know that Alexi isn't comfortable with it. But anyway. Um. Whatever. Okay, I was t- watching them talk, and I was thinking about um, char- like they were. Ch- ch- it seemed like we, it seemed like we were flirting. It seemed. Like we were and like- you were like, like, "Those guys are gay." No, it's not. <laughs> and they don't deserve rights. <laughs> and then you stood up. No. And you waved a little. You waved your whistle. <laughs> I wonder if you actually. <laughs> you blew your whistle. <laughs> That I thank God Oberlin was 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 wise enough to give me most um, conservative school. <laughs> no, okay. So <laughs> here's your gay whistle. They were they were chatting, and I was thinking that Alexi was hitting on Charles, and that Charles <clears throat> didn't know it. Oh, <laughs> that was my whole, my that was what my, I was gathering from the moment, and I didn't think that Charles was gay, but I thought Alexi was gay. Mm. Oh, you didn't? You thought Charles was straight? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't like he's straight, but I was just I definitely I definitely thought yeah I guess I thought Charles was straight. Yeah. And I thought that Alexi was hitting on him and that Charles wasn't picking up on it. <laughs> Did you feel like you had to alert him? <laughs> no, not I. I felt. <laughs> Um, no, I uh, was very shy that day and, um, and was just observing everyone and taking it all in oh, and cool. feeling intimidated and thinking I was the that was such probably an the day, dumbest one there. That's oh what God. I felt. You were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Look at you, you now. So <laughs> um, but and then. When did you, at what point did you decide? Um, decide I was. Or, no. <laughs> <laughs> or what point, at what point were you like, In the third year. <laughs> let's be. I got an answer right. <laughs> <laughs> at what point did you guys start working together? When did it go from like. Well, we didn't, you don't really collaborate on stuff in that way at Tish. So like we made projects separately uh-huh. and then 
after you have three years of classes and then after the three years you work on a thesis film. So we we were always friends, but then we were getting closer in, in fourth year and we wanted to make something in yeah. the summer between fourth and fifth and then thought of the idea of Fort Tilden and we're like, let's make it this summer. And it was yeah. like a rush to the finish line and we just did it. Yeah. We didn't even like talk about talk about anything about the idea of working together. We were just mm-hmm. like, let's do this thing. I didn't realize that was Fort Tilden was the first time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you've probably been asked this a million times, but I couldn't find it online, so I want to know. <laughs> I actually didn't really Google you. I, I wanted to come in with fresh eyes and ears and just explore. But um, no, I uh, I didn't know that 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 was the first time. Yeah. What mm-hmm. would you or what do you? It's a it's a unique experience, I would imagine, <clears throat> and it's like a unique choice. I don't feel like there's a lot of people cho- who choose that who maybe set out with like I want to work on projects in a partnership situation, like where it's like so equal, like you're both directors and you're both the writers. Yeah. Why that over going into things alone? Well, that, I mean, making a feature was so daunting. So like, and we just wanted to make something and then that something turned into a feature. And we just like really liked our idea. Like, yeah, yeah. it it felt so right the day that we came up. It was just like, this is, it was like a beautiful day in May (laughs) and it was like it felt like cosmic like oh we should be doing this the the, our spirit guides are telling us to well I remember getting um I was eating a tofu bowl at Kobayaki (sighs) Grill um, on 7th Ave near the Magnet Theater oh my god (laughs) and I got to change my underwear Rebecca (laughs) and I cool (laughs) I got an email from uh, either both of you or Charles, and it said, "We're shooting this. We're shooting a film, and we need makeup. Here are the rough dates. What do you think?" And I'm I tend to mostly say no to mm-hmm. things like that. And it's a long time. It was like three weeks. Yeah, too. I tend to mostly kind of assume my answer is going to be no. But there was something about it that I just didn't need to know anything else. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Mm-hmm. Like it was. And I still haven't ever found, <clears throat> I really haven't ever gotten asked to be a part of something where I wholeheartedly felt like mm-hmm. this is the right thing to be doing, no matter what. And it sort of just was yeah. like a weird energy of like, this yeah. is all going to work out. Very so much cosmic stuff. Cosmic, very bizarrely magical mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, aura to that entire process. I'll never forget when we were, oh, that stupid van that was impossible to park um and like for whatever reason i ended up parking the van this time and uh i know what reason and that's something, that's something we can't talk about on the podcast yeah yeah some people overseas Ooh, i think i know who i won't say anything uh and uh and you're like, I'll, I'll stay with you. And um, you're like in the back next to the cooler. And I was getting like very upset that we couldn't find a parking space. And it was like yeah. 20. We were like, it was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, I was supposed to be there 20 minutes. And it was like 25. It was like one of those times where like you cannot find a parking space. And you're like, you know, I just think this is, it's going to be a hit. I think it's going to, it's going to be great. It's going to work out. I feel it. I really feel it. And like, get granted, like. I think you said that about many things in my life, but like it was truly like a moment that it felt very. I was like, I'm listening. Like, oh, there was a lot of cosmic stuff on that movie. There was so much. I don't know. I really stuff. felt it then, and I feel that way about Search Party. Like, I feel. I don't know. I. I also though. 
Um, and I know this isn't about me, but when I was really little, I was super drawn to like the selection process. And then when I found out, um, <laughs> like, what do you mean? So what I, so what I, mean, <laughs> I mean, who wasn't that? <laughs> No, so what I mean is, fast forward, I gotta, I gotta get in there. Um, I used to sit on the toilet with my mom's uh, Chadwick's catalogs mm. and like with a marker when I was like five and circle who I thought was gonna, who had it, oh. like which print model had it, and then I'd slash through who, which print model didn't have you it. You know, you oh, know that that is exactly God. how it works today. Baby, that somebody I know. is just on the toilet slashing faces and circling. That's exactly. I know. I know, but like I felt it. I was like, no, yes, no, yes. And I was like, I'm gonna, it became a game of like, I'm gonna see how how quickly something can hit me that it's either a yes or a no. And I don't want any middle ground. And I've always been into like, I was like journaling about this recently. The idea of like, there's zero and there's 10. And I don't really like to think about anything (laughs) in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's a, it's, it's both a game and I feel like sometimes it's really right. It helps me like stick to intuition. And I feel like that with projects, like, I don't know, with a lot of things, but with you guys, that's what it was like. It was like, this is a 10. Mm-hmm. This is a, yes. this is a perfect print model <laughs> in the Chadwick's catalog. Wow. <laughs> I've been Thank waiting my you. whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but is, is that, that's, that is too how I imagine like showbiz works is it's very much like, yes, no, like, I don't know, like, not a lot of, like, maybe, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, like, like it seems like things that have problems from the concept from the beginning, like, those pro- it's like a relationship. Like, that first time you meet somebody that you end up dating, you kind of feel the, like, problems in them mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. that are your problems with them, at least. And, yeah. like, usually that stuff doesn't go anywhere, you know? Like, yeah. it's usually, like, your intuition <laughs> stays, whatever it was in the first impression is usually the way it carries through to the end or forever or whatever. That's, yeah, like it's it's kind of, do you think then that it's more a projection rather than always truth? Or do you think that it can be? <clears throat> I think it's truth. truth. I mean, I think that Me like too. you're responding to the scenario. Yeah. So like yeah. the scenario already contains all those, th- like yeah. you're reacting to the problems. And those are, those problems are fact. <laughs> <laughs> do you find when you have to make, those these like decisions like that like who do we go with which actor do we go with which uh where do we take this story and if it because of the nature of how fast everything moves do you feel that's how do you make those you really have to rely on your intuition um there any and every time that you don't then it's always like (sighs) i know yeah yeah um uh yeah I mean, it is harder when you're moving fast, though. That's something yeah. with search party. Well, it's hard. It's both hard. In some circumstances, it's harder because there are a few elements here and there. I mean, obviously, like, we're so extremely happy. But, like, there's little things every now and then that you're like, oh, I wish this would have been this other thing. Or I remember this, this, this. And it's like sometimes you don't have the luxury. When you're moving so fast, the yeah. luxury of, like, really being using scrutiny to, yeah. like, sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah, I think that, yes, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And then, yeah. like, on set you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, how, this is something I've, I am curious about, too, because when I, like, talk about it, to myself or when people ask about search party and Fort Tilden and try to build a bridge between the two. Um, 
How much of Search Party is an inf- is influenced by Fort Tilden? Like, how much of it is? That's a good question. Um, <coughs> well, we like after we made Fort Tilden, we wanted to make a TV show, and like the original concept, we were like, <coughs> it's so annoying, but like, well, like Fort Tilden's our brand. Um, yeah. So we were kind of trying to like figure out how to make that into a TV show with not being like too similar to other things that are on the air and um it took like a year before we landed like mm-hmm. the idea which was when we um uh paired up with Michael Showalter and Jack's Media about it being like a mill- Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Michael Showalter. <laughs> He's definitely listening to the whole. I thing. know he is, give and he the, lives give near him me. Give him the minute to start the start <laughs> the minute start point that you want to hear his name. Um, I I see you all the time near my home. Hello. All right. Anyway, sorry. Go on. I want to. Um. That uh we uh we so so like the the kind the same kind of characters were kind. Got yeah. got overlapped, but also change in because of the scenario, and, and then also like um, it, th- there's a lot at the core that's similar in terms of how the characters move through life and the way that their their similarities and their ineptness, but but it's also different yeah. in that there's they're a little bit more like. Dory in particular is a little bit more self-aware, but there's they're just more like um, and that's they're Alia. less of parodies than yeah. I think it's more grown up. It's more grown up, <laughs> and the voice and the tone are at the heart of it are very similar and kind of the same. And it's sort of, I think that there's a lot of stuff that we just even inadvertently wrote into it that have to do with like ethics and yeah. like ethical. I think we like ethical. I think we like being challenging about ethics yeah. and maybe making people have to think about things in a way that they would prefer not to, even though I think it's a big part of life. The, the gray is a big part of life. Yeah. Um, ethics, how so? What kind? Like-, like what it means to be a good person <laughs> and how much of striving to be a good person has to do with identity and mm-hmm. how that's, uh, I think, morally neutral, but like really layered. And so like it's not just a it's the act of wanting to be a good person is a good thing but it involves things that have to do with wanting to be seen as a good person or being considered a good person or uh advertising your morality Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i think that those are some (laughs) themes that are in fort Tilden that also are are in search party but it's also search party is also a collaboration between us and michael and lily who's our creative producer at jacks who's so smart and amazing and so this also I think the tone and the voice of it is is ours yeah. and then I think Lily and Michael have been really um, good about shaping th- shaping things and thinking about the big picture and story and um, but always like I think at the heart of it it's like our our voice and our vision stuff yeah. it's really like a <coughs> sorry true you know what forget it no 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 American hero (laughs) no but that's really but it's truly like like everyone everyone everyone's brains that are involved in this have helped it become what it is and it's so it wouldn't be the way it is without any one of those ingredients and it's 
really awesome. Like it's so, I'm really proud of it and couldn't have, you know, it's this weird thing where a lot, we get like questions a lot about like, how did you like control the tone or like, how did you hit that tone? And yeah. I don't think that tone is really something that you can control going into like you, you it's pick essence. Yeah. It's essence. It's like the essence of what everyone brought to it. Like all the writers, all the, the actors and, um, and you just kind of see it happen in front of you and you're like, Oh, that's what it looks like. Um, it's, and that's awesome. I, and you just do the best you can with your part of it. And then it, and everyone loves it. And yeah. everyone loves, everyone loves doing it and it's so smart. It's yeah. amazing. It's like never, we've never had that. That's it's cool because you have a. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, You're it's never tr- in a position in life where like you get to work with really smart people who love what we're all doing together, and yeah. who want you for you, and want you to just bring what you are naturally, and yeah. not like. I mean, that's at least what I'm seeing with you guys, and I, I think it's interesting. Like SV, you brought up like brand and people, and how Fort Tilden has become like yeah. the brand that you're so you guys yeah. are. But it, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of young performers or writers, people starting out are like, oh man, like they're told like build a brand, build your brand. Mm -hmm. But it's really not like a a choose your own adventure. It's kind of more like, which I don't love that word. It's also weird because like we, like I'm so happy with where, but I, I, I think both of us have like many different, um, types of stories that we're interested in but when you like get into the business like people want you to repeat the things that you've yeah. done before so like which is like perfectly fine for us now and whatever but like particularly after your first big thing you have to follow whatever it was that was successful whether or not, mm-hmm. even if that like even if I hated Fort Tilden I'd still have to be like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd be like this movie like that if I wanted to get into like the break in, and break in, then yeah. I have to use the thing that was successful, and then, and then we. I think we did a really good job of taking that and building on it, and then, and then from there, I don't know because I haven't experienced. Well, it. we got sure. sent so many like oh my God. kind of teeny bopper yeah. things after Fort Tilden, and it was like, oh well, that's not that's, that's actually not, not what Fort that's Tilden not, was. Yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the surface layer, <laughs> but that's not like at yeah, the core. Okay. Yeah, I I feel. Well, I feel like what's cool about you guys, like, and you're, what's such a beautiful, you're a beautiful example of is how brand, you know, it's not, you don't make it up. It's like, it is who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you guys have an incredibly genuine brand to the point where I don't even feel comfortable <laughs> saying brand because yeah. it's like, you just are what you're selling and the, and people like it because they like you and they like what you have to say and it's just very natural it's a, it's a very like kismet connection it's so scary when people talk that way though I like know. in a way that's like reverse engineer your voice like yeah. it's very yeah. like what yeah. are you <laughs> talking about like yeah because i think that like there are those ideas that you have that like whenever you have like an idea that you really like and it comes to you like in that flash of inspiration and you're yeah. just like oh my god wait i see a lot of it. I don't just see like a little, the start of an idea. I can like see deep into it yeah. and I want to, and I can play in this space very flexibly. Then like that just means those, it's something, an idea that's like <laughs> speaking to your strengths and like you should go with that in the same way. It's like, 
that's what your brand ends up being yeah. is mm-hmm. like the play space inside that's really easy to navigate to access because yeah. then there are those ideas that you're like fighting from beginning to end and maybe you love something about them and maybe you are supposed to fight until uh, until the death with that yeah. idea but like that's probably not going to be your voice in the end and it's hard to feel that at first but like you will find out and follow it that's i uh i also wanted i wanted to go back to something interesting you were set you guys were bringing up advertising your that you're a good person how it's kind of a search party explores like mm-hmm. um you want to be good but then also like at what point does it become maybe like you're confusing it or grappling with I want people to know I'm good mm-hmm. or choosing good I think it's really telling or um there's a lot of that kind of coming up that topic coming up right now oh, yeah. in our <clears throat> specifically like I think in our circle like in mm-hmm. our um uh millennials in comedy or in and wanting people who love who like using their voice and mm-hmm. then with issues like Black Lives Matter and with yeah. Orlando, like people, almost like this other argument going on of like, well, I want to say something, but I'm scared I'm going to look like it's just self-serving. And, yeah. and then people who maybe it is coming from a genuine place, but getting they're getting attacked for like, well, it, it's meaningless though. You just want to look good. But yeah, yeah, like better. it's so hard. And there's so much like <laughs> policing of whether or not you post or don't post. Yeah, and yes. like, yeah. Oh my god. I've recently like come like around to thinking. For I think it's very important to be vocal, and I've actually never really been that person, and like I've never felt very comfortable. I've never felt very comfortable with my voice with being earnest because it always feels kind of fake to write like altruistic things. Um, because it, I can feel someone else reading them as I write it, and then yeah. I get self conscious. But, like, the more tragedies happen lately, like, the more I'm like, oh, actually, like, (sighs) we're entering some very weird place culturally, and I think it's very important to be vocal. And even if you're just posting a Facebook post, like, as long as you're contributing to a zeitgeist that somehow tips in some, like, uh, ethereal way the, the tipping point of things, like, it's just it's better than being silent. And I, I don't know. It's so weird. I've never felt that passionate about things like that because I end up thinking about the politics of the issue rather than the actual issue. But like, I am beginning to actually feel like silence actually is death when it comes to really important things. I, I absolutely agree. I feel, uh, <clears throat> I feel like to just visually sending a message to people in pain, like I'm an ally is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's something I never really, thought of about before until you know maybe it's for people connecting with like oh my god like I'm worried about my friend or I'm worried about my own life or I'm worried about a family member that these issues are directly affecting and I want to let them know I want to alert them that I'm here for them and I think it's um it, it's just it makes sense it's an easy way social media is an easy way to just throw up that sign of like I'm here for you I've yeah. got your back mm-hmm. um it's actually like I, I nitpick social media so much because that's so fun and that's at the heart of Search Party is like the satire of like misusing social media for like all the ickiest gains. But we are actually like just in recent events, like we're so fortunate to have it. Yeah. Because like yes. it actually like with Orlando stuff, I, 
and this sounds so tacky, but I was like, it actually does make you realize that you're not alone. Like it does make you realize mm-hmm. like when you can hear other people express sentiments, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well actually the world is a lot smaller in in, in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it also, it's, it's funny how it just does make you feel like cool. I don't know. For me, when I see somebody set like putting up a certain picture sharing a certain article like lets me know like should I be in their presence Mm -hmm. I can feel safe if I want to talk about this or if I'm triggered and want to talk about a certain issue or I don't know it's just you feel and like you say like you don't feel alone you feel like phew all right somebody's think somebody's thinking about it somebody's thinking of me indirectly or somebody's reaching out you know it's just it is a community Mm -hmm. building tool but how do you find do you think there are more people doing it for self-serving reasons or um not so much recently with well i guess it's a mix it's it depends it's it's a mix but i mean i i think particularly recently it's been very earnest and good um I think we're knowing better but, and better people. <laughs> <laughs> how much of what... Yeah, no, I mean... Well, and how much of what you... Well, actually, and I thought, for example, like, I was wondering uh, when major issues come up, when major stories like this that are sad and scary and upsetting mm-hmm. and wrong, these things are happening, um, shootings, it's like at what point does it when does it enter your mind or does it like oh how can i put that into like these to into my show like do you think about that or like how much i don't think about it in the moment i don't think about like when that sort of things happens i don't think in the moment like how can i do that it's more like when later when we're writing yeah like oh that reminds me of this trend or what? Well, one thing, one God, thing what horrible. Both yours. Um, <laughs> this whole black lives matter trend. trend. Um, um, well, but one thing that we do have focused on a lot is like celebrity death is very much like when that happens, like that brings the crazy out. And that's when people like we, like that's when people upload screenshots of text messages that they had with a deceased person or that's where people are like you know I remember when I met that person at the back of the show or like mm. you know I'll never forget they told me that and it's it's like a race to prove who was closer to a celebrity yeah and a race to prove who's grieving more I think that yeah. what's oh. like more earnest about the most recent stuff is that it actually is really scary for everyone and this like and that's this is like the scariest time. Like literally the last month has been like the scariest time for everyone in a way that is actually pinging their heart. (laughs) Whereas like, like a celebrity death is like, does it make you powerless? uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this stuff is like, Oh, actually we're all powerless against real darkness. It's like, um, that that's where there's that divide of like, yeah. Um, grossness, and then yeah. real. No time for grossness. No time, no time exactly. for grossness. No time for grossness. None. Just yeah. love and peace, please. <laughs> for the yes, yes. Um, yeah. But it's it's hard because the my like 
I don't want to post anything before I understand my feelings yeah. and I don't understand my feelings fully right now. Like, and some people really know like what they feel immediately and I'm yeah. like not as, I'm a little bit slow to the. It's really hard because you don't know what your position, like what it's like, okay, well, what can I say? That, like, I want to be valuable to the conversation, yeah. but I don't want to retread thoughts that other people have had, but does that matter? Yeah. Maybe it's better just to keep piling on the right thoughts. And then, like with Black Lives Matter, I was like, I really want to say something, but I also feel, I can feel my privilege as a white person adding to the conversation. And then I was like, well, then what is that? Like, what is my role in this? And I don't want to, like, do, like... I, when I, when Orlando stuff happened, I really did appreciate seeing straight people be like, "I love gay people," and I was like, "That's nice to know," because you don't always know that. Yeah, you right. don't. It's true. Right. It's right. and it's kind of like it's not. It's sad that it takes the when those moments sometimes to like suddenly be like, "Oh shit, I actually mm-hmm. don't." Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know where people stand. I thought I did, and I guess I didn't yeah. Yeah. go down my list of pe- of friends, and I don't really know where how they. Yeah. I ended up, I posted something about how like I'm over white people being racist and it's like that's an air, that's a spot like that I felt very comfortable yeah speaking from because I was like that's something I really do feel and this way I don't have to like white explain a position mm-hmm. in this like it was like a it's but it takes so much um thought like you have to take time to like know what to say yeah um <clears throat> yes <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's, but it's good to talk. I mean, I, I, I think I just thought like there was so much um, that had to do with search party. I really did of like the idea of like being wanting to be good, discovering what that means, and then it's like, cool, I'm ready to be good, but oh shit, like, how is it going to be perceived? Like it is, it's a, and I think it's funny to think about too how like our uh, families or our parents or certainly parents didn't have to think about it's like I have my four friends that I see in the town square and they know where I stand and that's it and now it's like oh oh my gosh I I have more than four friends (laughs) listening to me (laughs) like I need to I want to say something well that's why like the hippie era like literally congregated Yeah, that's like that was their social media was to physically arrive at a place so that that they could prove their numbers we don't have that like our hashtags are like the chanting of today is like (laughs) Um, I also like I wrote a tweet um, after Orlando that I thought was like really simple and sweet but I don't like have that many followers and I was like none of my friends saw this and I was like, and then I wrote something else on. Oh well, I wrote the quote on yeah. Facebook, but I also did a miniature quote of that on Twitter. But like, it was just a like, a, whatever. It was just like a thank you to all my gay friends for making our world a sweeter, brighter place. And like, yeah. I was like, oh, I should have put that on Facebook. <laughs> it's too late. It's weird to copy and paste. Someone might see that. Co- no one's going to see that I copy and paste. No one even liked you my tweets. You know what? So many people copy and paste. I know. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's true. How? Um, but then, so I was like, I have to write something else on Facebook. And I, <laughs> and I t- disgraced by the case. <laughs> the totally opposite. <laughs> are they, I don't actually use, I don't use Twitter. Do you feel, are they two different audiences in a way? Like Facebook and Twitter? I think they are. 
I'm not like we we talk about Twitter a lot and how we're neither of us. Quite I mean, yeah, I don't use Twitter like other people. I wish that I actually embraced Twitter. I'm trying but there's, to. There's something that I find more um, like exciting about getting a tweet like than a Facebook like. Yeah, it's more it's more um, like because there's there's so many more strangers that follow you on Twitter. And it's like, oh, a stranger thought it was funny and like funny enough to like it and retweet it. Well, Twitter and Instagram is for fans and Facebook is for friends. Like that's the and so like there are people there are people I know who get like tons of Instagram and Twitter um, action. (laughs) But then on Facebook, (laughs) they have very little likes compared to that. And it's that kind of means in the crudest form that like you have a big like public persona, but you don't have like a lot of inner circle intimacy necessarily. Like if you wanted to be really like crude about it. Do they, do you ever get, or how often do you get contacted cold through these venues? All the time. Really? Like on Facebook all the time. Do you find that SV? No. No? You do. You get crazy people. (gasps) No, I don't. No one Like look at my real. Oh God. See, this is, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. He, you get more than I do. But I, it's my cosmic alignment, though, to get but crazy people. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, I could see that. I'd like mine too. <laughs> yeah, yours too. Do you find the like? Uh, well, so has that in? I feel like I know the answer. But has that increased since now? You are more. You are doing more public um, work. You're more in the public, like just getting no, cold called, so to speak. Not. Re- I mean, sometimes like a little bit. Not, but not as much as Charles does. I don't know. No one. Like, I don't know. Or people asking you for work, like people being yeah, like, "Can you I help?" Mean, yeah, yeah. The, there's definitely some of that, but it and like it's not, it's not, it's not that. Like particularly, people I have no connection to it. It's not hard yeah. to ignore it. <laughs> but what about when it is people? Like, well, I guess what is your advice? Because I think it's <laughs> no. Please laugh. Let it out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was oh. thinking about a crazy person. Oh, on. what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Do I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> You don't have to. I'll just say that this guy... <laughs> it was so confusing. This guy sent me... This guy from another country sent me... Oh, this TV show that's out right now that no one knows about, that I only know because I see it on the side of buses. And he wrote, I wrote an article about some friends of yours. And then it was about this TV show. Oh, my God. And it's like, celeb- like you know, celebrities. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like... I don't have any friends in this. Like, I was so like, what is he talking about? Just trying to get you to like, t- like, like fishing for you. To- yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it, and then it got like more and more. <laughs> it's just, oh, just like God. some friends. Oh, I wish geez. I could say what show it is because it's so. It's okay. Makes it funnier. Uh, if he's mind. listening to this, he already knows it's him. So I don't know why. It's this show called Roadies. <gasps> Roadies. <laughs> the previews are all show. over my phone. <laughs> Every site I go to. Oh gosh, Roadies. <laughs> what were you asking? No, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Um, uh, people just contact you and asking for right. work or asking you, can you pass my resume along? Can you pass yeah. my script along? Can you hook it up, basically? Yeah. What, what is, what would you, what should they be doing instead of that? That's a good question. Um, um, it's really, it's super hard um, because you really have to be careful about your relationship to the person you're asking to do that. Like, cause there are some people who would do that to me and that I'd be like, I'd love to, but they know that I love them and their work. Yeah. But then there are people who are like one step removed from me that 
they don't know that if whether or not I like their work and they're asking me to like so basically yeah. they're going to give me their resume and their like pilot or whatever and I'm going to like give it to my manager or whatever and be like I don't know this person I can't vouch for I them I can't vouch for them and also what I've seen I don't, like you you decide yeah. if you like it but I don't like and that's not a good first start for it like no like there are and so but how would they know that I don't no. necessarily like it's just like you have to be careful about that because um, so, yeah I, I just don't feel comfortable being like hey like to because it's also like put puts me in a weird position with my manager kind of your reputation really, the way people like, see you well, yeah, yeah like uh, yeah. yeah and then um i mean i sorry it sounds like my, we're at a daycare you know <laughs> with people yelling at children <laughs> um uh that like my advice is just to really like work on your stuff until you really like it and mm-hmm. try to get it. I mean, like we did it very traditionally. Like we made a movie that we liked and we sent it to a festival and the festival liked it. And so they screened it and then we want, so like it was just like, we made something that we thought was good and it like other people thought it was good. So you just have to like, make things yeah no this is show them and hope that that um like moves you forward um like making work that's gonna speak for itself yeah and um yeah and then when you're you know connecting or like networking Mm -hmm. that's really just making friends like don't like if you're going to a networking event I don't like no business cards and whatever. Like yeah. just, just like oh my god, you just want to like who come up after screening. Like I would love to collaborate. It's just like, like why, why would I, I be like yes? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's Get do in the it. car. Let's, fucking, yeah. let's do it. Like, what? I like we, your vibe. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, literally no idea if I like you. Um, yeah, I. This is something. It is so important to me, and I feel like it's really. Uh, it's the shit that I would be listening for on yeah. a, a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, like, late, you do, there. it does become later, like, you do start to, like, just hire the people that you've worked with before because, mm-hmm. and because you know that they're reliable and, good, like, that totally happens and because it's just hard to, like, meet new people that you haven't met before and yeah. know that it's going to gel and usually it doesn't work. So that's why, like... But that's why in, when you're networking, I, I keep putting up She's putting quotes. quotes. Networking is when in quotes. When I say net, networking. Magnet quotes on a magnet board. It's <laughs> literally just like try, like making, like going to a party and seeing who you connect with, like not going for like well, the, the, the most famous yeah. person in the room and trying to connect. Like you should be working with people you're cosmically aligned with and like find... Um, like create like um find soulmates which mm-hmm. doesn't come by um forcing yourself on anyone yeah don't force <laughs> yourself on famous people uh, <laughs> that's rule one just like you know and then and then it all kind of like you all end up growing together mm-hmm. a little bit and that um turns into something it, that yeah. you're looking for I guess. yes i agree yeah. And this is a and you just relax about it, not yeah. Just, um, there's no, you're not gonna like miss your opportunity to talk to that person, you know, like the trust in the connections yeah. that you yeah. made. Trust yeah. in the connections that feel authentic. Patient. Yeah. And patient. 
Yeah, and I, there is something about like whenever people reach out to you who you like have no reference for. It's like Tinder. It's like how you have like you see somebody you like and you have enough friends to contextualize them and you're like, I think I know what this person is. And then there are those people that you're like, how do I not have any mutual friends with this person? What's wrong with them? You know, like (laughs) there is this feeling with people sometimes where like, if you're like, if I can't contextualize you socially, Mm because like we all know each other in New York and if we don't know each other, we will in two sentences or less. Like, and so it is, I'm, and I think it makes me inherently suspicious of people that I can't, like, if I'm just like, I don't know where you're coming from. It, like, there is a thing with that. And I think, I guess that just speaks to, like, you know, knowing, I don't have to tell anybody listening this about that. But, like, yeah. you know, it, I feel like there, I, what it does speak to is not being aware of how you're being perceived. And I think that that is yeah. the, you know, I think that anyone who is being very, uh, who's being uncomfortable about pursuing someone isn't uh, isn't exercising a sensitivity yeah. socially. Yeah, that is actually like a much deeper problem that your question can't even yeah. answer for them. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think I mean like I think it makes complete sense if you go to a festival and you see a movie that you like to like want to talk to the filmmaker afterwards. But like start from a like oh my god I just really loved your work and then like from there see where see it go- where yeah. it goes. You don't, but not, just not like a not running up What can with I your, get from you? Sort yeah. of thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. but just trying to, con- you know, what, what Dolly Parton would say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I hope she's listening. Connect your <laughs> light with... We saw Dolly Parton. We saw Dolly Parton. And I literally say? thought of you 90% oh of the time. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. I it's love true. Because <laughs> um, you're both ambassadors oh of God. goodwill. Oh, yes. And you've, oh. you've appointed yourselves that. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Wait, what was her quote? What was it's Dolly? Not, this isn't, I'm, not, I'm not quoting her correctly, but this is like the abridged version that I always like, is like my mantra. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, um, um, like, uh, whenever I meet someone new, I try to connect my light to their light. It's easy if you're looking for it. So like, yeah. that's awesome. Aww. Yeah. Um, so, or when you're looking for it. So, you know, just any, like there, it's just, um, about authenticity and not, and, and openness, not about like, mm-hmm. not about a, not, not a power not struggle. A, yeah. Not a power struggle and not a goal. Yeah. Other than, the goal is just to like have a friend and give love. Yes. Give, give and receive love. Give and receive love. You know, it's about a balance and <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. I really love you guys. This oh, I love you. you. No, I really, Becca. really do. This I really love you. Thank you. This is love, 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 love. love. <laughs> and we love everyone out there. We really do. We yes. do. We do. We're all going through really hard times. Very True. hard times. And Let's peace. Let's hope it is well. Um, yes. Yeah. And just try to listen to each other. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, yes. And... Um, no, this has felt like nothing but a beautiful slumber party. And you're so good at you were so good at this. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Well, I w- thank it's thank very you. impressive. Oh gee. I know. Well, uh, one thing <laughs> before we go. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, stay. So this has been 
uh, Sarah Violet Bliss and Charles Rogers, creators of uh, the upcoming TV did it, show. Did know names <laughs> I didn't know at the end of it. Sarah? Susan? Yeah. <laughs> Susan? Someone recently. Susan Someone recently. Bliss. <laughs> Someone recently forgot my name as they were trying to introduce me onto stage. Yeah. And oh. they were like, and uh, Miss Bliss? Oh, boy. <laughs> nope, not right. And I was like, sure. I but, guess I'm Miss Bliss. Now. Well, Miss Bliss has a TV show coming out. So stay tuned. TBS Search Party. It also features a lot of magnet people, like yeah. Phoebe Tires. Mm-hmm. There's a good Branson Reese cameo. There's a Branson Reese cameo. Rebecca. <laughs> oh, um, hot off the press, hot off the press. Um, my two scenes got cut, and this is really cool. It has nothing, it has nothing to do with Rebecca. Let it be known. It, it's it, to do, listen, it has to do with how much crazy time you have no, to cut out of. And listen, that you guys gave me, it's a blessing because it makes it a much cooler story <laughs> to tell people. Like, but you'll be a deleted scene. Yeah, so... So all the more reason to tune on in and sign up for the alerts and the notifications. (laughs) Um, This has been the Magnet Podcast. Um, I've been sitting in, uh, normally hosted by Lewis Kornfeld. My name is Rebecca Robles. Producer is Evan Ford Barden. And beautiful, talented engineer, who also knows Charles from childhood, is in the (laughs) musical hair, is Grant Michael Goldberg. Um, Thank you so much to Charles Rogers, Survival Bliss. Hi, Lily Burns. Thank you for your chiropractor recommendation. Dr. Heller is the best. Thank you so much. And uh, listen to the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You've been listening to the Magnet Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by the Magnet Training Center, where we teach classes in improvisation, sketch writing, musical improv, storytelling, and more. If you're interested in checking us out, we offer free weekly intro to improv classes. You can find out more about those free intro classes and all other classes we offer at magnettheater.com. Our podcast is available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes and give us a positive rating. We appreciate the support. Also, be sure to check out the Magnet Theater for top-notch comedy shows seven nights a week. All information regarding classes and shows can be found at magnettheater.com.